I'm a little confused. Look, it's it's like what? It's midnight. It's eleven forty-six. So midnight. I don't know. Happy Friday. Um, I guess my first mistake was staying too long on Facebook. But I've been just hearing and seeing and observe. Oh my god. Um, I mean, oh my gosh. Don't use words negative. Oh my gosh. Is the f- first podcast uh, you know that I've had since coming back from Africa. It was great. I have a whole video up. Uh, I don't know. Put the link in the bio if you want to watch it. You should. You should. But either way, hear me. I'm very confused because, huh? I don't know why. It's like this is very basic, fundamental principle, foundation, centered in identity, I guess. Oh my gosh. I don't want to make this large and like wordy and like super poetic, but I don't don't understand. Why are we going backwards as a body? You don't represent me. I don't represent you, but we do represent Christ. But you know what? I'm a little, I'm sick and tired of, I'm tired of people going backwards in theology in in conviction in faith and declaration what is the matter with you what's the matter with people you're not listen 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 this is what i posted on my on my facebook i feel like <laughs> this is what i posted on my facebook let me tell you let me show you it it was 2 days ago i posted if you're truly a christian Hey, you should stop calling yourself a sinner. Unless you've got some serious problem. Because last I checked, you should be a new creation. And a good friend of mine commented, the absolute bare minimum. Yeah, that's concerning though. Because <laughs> I been, I was around some Christian who referred to themselves as a sinner. And then they referred to, to me as a sinner. As if, I was like, whoa, what are you... And, and then I saw on Facebook my first mistake Facebook is for old people and there's nothing wrong with that it's just, just what it's there for it's for old people anyways my second mis- well, my that's still my first mistake going on Facebook that person res- referred to themselves as themselves as a sinner and well you know I'm just a sinner you're not humble you're like you have a problem what why where why aren't you free what's going on so anyway that person referred to me as a sinner they're like you know i'm a sinner you're a sinner we're all i was like wait a minute what are you doing what are you murdering people what are you doing on weekdays and weeknights why haven't why aren't you free yet what's going on this is like obvious Oh my god, this is such a basic, basic principle. <laughs> but people but people are still call, calling themselves sinners. There's nowhere in the Bible that supports that theology, that mindset. Well you're you're a sinner. Yeah. And you know what? You know what I am? You know what? I'm just a sinner saved by grace. But you were saved by grace through faith. Okay? That's what the Bible says. But to be a new creation, come on. I call this Bible logic. Let's use our Bible logic. Let's use our brains. If. Okay. 
The blood of Jesus makes you righteous and it's by his righteousness. And the Bible tells you to die to your flesh, die to yourself. You are a new creation. You're no longer the old has passed. The new has come. It is no longer you that lives. Okay. It, but Christ who lives in you. I'm going to ask you a very basic question. I just want you to give me a very basic answer. Is Jesus Christ a sinner? No. All right. Cool. So if you have your identity in him, what does that make you? Drum roll, please. Not a sinner. Listen, if you are dealing with the sin problem, you're sinning. Get it under the blood. Like, get it under control. Get some freedom. What's going on? And then, you know, a part of that is just like, I don't think people are, I don't, I don't, I don't think people can be stupid enough to be like, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And the most they ever get is like, get, the most they ever do is like get pissed off at people that cut them off. No, no, no. The Bible says be angry and sin not. Anger isn't a, isn't a sin. But it, it genuinely makes me think that people are just out here doing what they know they're not supposed to do. And that's why they're calling themselves a sinner. They know better. All right. You're completely accountable, babes. You need to get that in order. That's not cool. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Get the freak out of this problem and get right with the Lord. That's what brought me out of my hiatus. It wasn't really, honestly, it was like an unplanned hiatus, to be honest, because I definitely have like a podcast um, episode recorded and I'm just editing. Um, But I, you know what? I couldn't do it. You know, I was going to lay my head on my pillow and like, beckon in the next day but you know I was pissed off people were pissed things were pissing me off I was thinking about things I was like no I can't go to sleep with this on my mind are you kidding me give me the microphone it's time to record yeah um by the way the connector thing nobody stole it I just mishandled it and I got two of them I've got two connectors um because I bought another one because that's neither here nor there you probably don't care and you probably don't know what that's about anyways Africa was great you're not you should not call yourself a sinner that's doing yourself that I'm sorry for that spit take on the mic. That's doing yourself. That's doing Jesus Christ a severe injustice. And you're doing him wrong. Imagine suffering and dying on a cross for people that receive you and they go ahead and be like, yeah, but I'm still going to identify with what you literally suffered to free me from and wash me clean of. Uh, uh. There is a fountain full of blood or grace however the song goes that flows from Emmanuel veins Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath the flood which is the blood of Jesus what does the song say based off the Bible verse they lose all all in the Bible means all they lose all their guilty stains you've been washed by the blood of Jesus made new white as snow when God looks at you he looks at Jesus Christ's righteousness on you the blood of Jesus just like the Passover event that happened in the Old, T- the Old Testament. This is, same thing happened. Better though. Way better. I don't know. <sighs> You're not a sinner. I'm not a sinner. I remember um, trying to explain that such basic concept to people. I won't say who, but it was to people. And I was like, you know, you don't have to sin. Like, who's asking you to, like, I, I, you know, nothing turns me off more than people. I sin every, I'm a sinner. What are you as a, as a big man? You are big. You know, you are very big as a big man. What are you doing taking the pulpit, 
putting the mic to your to your lips and uh, confessing that like that like that's embarrassing why have you not gotten it under control sin sin ah why are you still battling things that that's in your little children are battling yeah big man it's time for you to you know grow cojones the cojones and overcome babes because people are living their lives in freedom and you're still battling a cycle yeah that i would expect a 12 year old to be going through not a 59 year old man big guy i'm a yeah, I'm not even one of my favorite preachers. I won't disclose who <laughs> said that about themselves. This isn't what started this rant, teaching rant, huh? I, I, you know, I was watching a crusade um video and they're like, oh, I'm a sinner. I was like, but then you know what? It's funny. It's not funny, but it is. Mm. I would, I could laugh. You could laugh. You might laugh. Well. After that, it came out that he, you know, definitely cheated on his wife. The bare minimum, I'll say. So, that, it's like, okay, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But people genuinely believe that that's, like, okay to say. Because that's just like, well, you know, we just battle with things. Oh, my God, I can't, I can't take this quote. Everybody's battling Every, everybody's battling something. Remember, don't be so hard on people. Everyone's dealing with their own battles. No. Not every... Like, that's sad. That That's actually really sad. That, you know, people can't have a normal day and a normal life. Where people aren't defined by the events in their lives. People literally take identity in, like, struggle instead of victory. It's very odd how people choose to do that and choose to look at that um i don't because as a believer you really shouldn't you I, as, as a believer why are people getting more ministered to through struggle than victory than testimonies that reminded me of that one story i already told it but i came in a room full of people and they were just they're like what's god doing in your life and everybody was sharing about my friends don't not to you know pee pee on whatever that they're going through it's a real if that's hey that's hard that's real yeah get it but then it made me feel a little nervy to share like something good oh my gosh because i don't know what it is it's just people not everyone but people would rather hear and kumbaya around struggle stories than like god's been good to me he made a way where there is no way he took me out of the dunghill he put my feet on a firm place on a rock to stay on let me show you what the lord did for me let me show you how he saved my life that's powerful that's anointed i felt the anoint the anoint on that because god is good he's a savior he is a savior that is literally messiah jesus christ his that is the identity that he is in he walks in which is why we identify with him today so i don't like why are people not acting saved hello that's a real thing you think being saved means that's just synonymous with just like, oh, yeah, I accepted Jesus Christ. Yes, in a way. But really, being saved means being saved from death, hell, and the grave. Saved. I'm saved. Well, tell us your testimony of how God saved you then. Some people can't because they just, you know, you know, 
they continue this 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 word vomit of stupid things. Oh, I was learning, you know, maybe I remember my very first day of ministry school. Someone took me, I went in the car with a friend and they were like, I hope you don't mind. And they, they went to like buy like a cigarette or a, ja- a, a black. I was like, no way. You know, I was like, you know, I've never been, I have never, I've never been in a car with someone who smoked a cigarette or a black. I don't know if that's true. At least a black. And I think I've been in a car with someone who smoked a cigarette once only because oh well, that's another story for another day but i was a child and i was that's story for another day and i was like you know i've net this has never happened to me and it's just i don't know forgive me for thinking it's a little last nine for having this experience during ministry school with the ministry school buddy hmm, interesting funny to look back at it now that person laughs at it we laugh at it um they definitely know they they have grown i'll say that um (laughs) but it's just why identify like what have you been saved from you are a new creation ding dong did you know that get new i don't know i don't know get new stop identifying with struggle oh my god get new allow god to be god in your life and get saved baby get saved talk about the goodness of god by the word of your testimony. Hey, Ishkete, you know that verse. Hallelujah. Mm. That's where, that's what, honestly, that's what, anyway, so about that story, about me sharing a good story. It, people just would rather, I don't know what it is. But that's, I guess that's where my frustration comes from because this is very basic stuff, but that completely, like, the, it shows me right now in my life more than ever, when you don't have your foundation right, your theology gets crazy and you people start to base it off of life events what i've seen what i've observed from life like this is ecclesiastic or some ecclesiastes or some joint like that nobody asks you to be like that and instead of professing over anything their situation their life the word of god instead of believing just like where the bible says let every man be a liar but the word of god be true just like Instead of professing what the Bible tells us, let the weak say that they are strong. Huh? Hello? Instead of doing that, they'd rather just profess what's in front of them. That doesn't take, that don't take faith. That doesn't take faith. When you quote scripture, you're not lying. You're speaking a word of faith. Hello? You're creating a way. Hello? I mean, come on. I am healed. I am a child of God. I am not a sinner. I'm a new creation. I have died to my old self and I will die to myself daily. I will rise above. I may be tempted, but I will not succumb. I have the power of Christ living inside of me. He is my victory. I will conquer. I am victorious over sin. That's not a struggle for me anymore. Hello. That's Bible. That's biblical that's biblical honestly it's this whole it's this weird thing because when you attach yourself to the old stuff you never really free yourself from it it's like the people who are like it's been a thousand and fifteen hundred days and two hours and 29 seconds and 2.53456789101 living milliseconds since i drank alcohol what is your oh my god just i don't drink alcohol anymore how about that that what is your problem 
you're a jerk. <laughs> I'm kidding, though. No. People like that annoy me. Well, you know, it's been 96 years since I last had a drink. Why do you? Why are you still obsessed with this this drink? You just just say like, oh, oh, I don't, I don't drink that. That's your new identity. I'm not a drinker. I don't even care if you were an, a raging alcoholic yesterday and you ran over like three lampposts, woke up in the middle of the field naked with wax strips on your nipples. I don't care. The next day, if you decided to never touch alcohol again, because <laughs> it's literally ruined your life and your nipples, you can say, I am, I am not a drinker. That's the power of your confession. That's literally, the, that's why the Bible tells us to speak, you know, speak these things over ourselves. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hello, hello, the power of your confession. I'm sick and tired. And that's what I'm saying. When people attach themselves to the old life, you know, I am a sinner, you know, I mess up. You know, I, I, you may, you may, but there's forgiveness and forgiveness is done in such a way that it required a man to suffer for you and your cause so that if you sin and fall, his sacrifice was so powerful that when you ask for forgiveness, you will be washed clean of that fault, of that mistake, of that sin. So that when God looks at you, he sees Jesus's righteousness and all the perfection that he is. That's forgiveness. That's redemption. That's being saved. I don't I don't like hearing people say, oh, I'm just why are you identifying with someone that you are no longer? A man had to suffer. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Just going out of your way and dying. Hello. For like the world. And someone's like, yeah, yeah, thank you. How and ever I, I'm just going to pick up the stuff that you like totally went through a lot and literally went to hell for, for me to be free from. I'm just going to identify with that. I'm just going to mess with that for all my life. And, uh, yeah, let's just make it happen, baby. That would piss me off. So that slap me in the face. I would rather slap me in the face. Just slap me in the face slap me depart depart from evil depart from your old ways depart from your old life just let go of it you're new you're a new creation you don't think the same you don't talk the same you don't walk the same some people change their names you're completely new your flow is different your walk is different you're saved you got a new identity babes it's not a phase it's an identity and that's why 90% of the sermons we heard as youth group kids growing up in church were all about identity. Because let me tell you, out in the world out here, where people are adults and people don't even know if they're a girl or a guy. Are you kidding me? You just look down. It's easy. It's very simple. You just, how do I pee pee? Okay. If I pee like this, I'm boy. If I pee like this, I'm girl. It's very easy. People are very confused. Big men. Big boys. Big girls adults confused on the basic matter if they're a woman or a man don't try to don't try to act like the enemy's not trying to seep that in that identity struggles nonsense in the church by letting you say stupid stuff i am a sinner if you are literally sinning oh my gosh get that dealt with what are you doing you're supposed to be free from that that's the truth that's the standard 
I always quote this because it's true. And this is just one of those scriptures I remember. I, I, Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you. I ask you, brethren, sisterin, that you would present your bodies as a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable unto God, okay? Which is your reasonable service. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you would prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's let's go to Psalm Psalm 101. Oh, honey bunches of oats. I've been I've been loving this psalm. I've been loving this psalm. Are you kidding me? This is King David. I hope it is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Psalm 101. I will sing of mercy and judgment unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Verse 3. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. It's not sticking to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's good. And I already know. Perfect. I don't know about that. First of all, people's theology about the word perfect is just all wonky. I urge you to research Matthew 548. Okay. It says, be ye therefore perfect as I am perfect. That's from the mouth of Jesus Christ. And people try, I'm not perfect. I ain't going to be perfect. That's a full-on command. And people try to be a little, perfect means mature. I've heard the argument. Well, if you, honestly, a basic search just shows you perfect just means perfect. But people have that argument as if that changes what the command says. So either get to know what the word perfect means, like redefine it to what it means, because the Bible still says you have to be perfect. Don't, don't yell at me. Don't even yell at Jesus. Just yell at yourself in the mirror for all I care. I don't care. This is Psalm. This is Old Testament, by the way. Old Testament stuff. Things have not, things, things, <laughs> these are foundational things. God required righteous living. Don't get it twisted. You want to know, what, what is, what does that word perfect translate to when used in the Psalm? Okay, well, look it up. Fine. Perfect. This is, this is a concordance. Easy. Listen to that. That Hebrew word means complete whole entire sound <laughs> without blemish upright perfect without spot uprightly whole sincerely complete full okay where else in the bible in the old testament was this specific hebrew word used first one we'll see genesis 6 9 noah was a just man and perfect in this generation so noah walked with god genesis genesis 17 verse 1 the Bible says, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Oh, that sounds like a command. Are you kidding me? It's also what Jesus commanded. Exodus 12, 5. Your lamb shall be without a blemish. Blemish. That's the same tamim. That's the same word used there. A male of the first year, so on and so forth. Without blemish. It talks. That's this word that they use when they're talking about animal sacrifice and the command that God gave to his people to how to walk. Perfect. And I urge you back and we visit, revisit back Psalms 101. You I will behave myself in a wisely in a perfect way. 
Oh, when will thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I don't want to hear it. I let every man be a liar. Let the word like, like God be true. The flower fades. What is it? Flower fades. Something fades. Flower withers. Oh my gosh. You know where I'm going. Hold on. Hold on. Give me some patience. Have some fruit of the spirit and have some patience. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God. Sorry, I got a text endures forever stands forever will stand forever remains forever abides forever all of that all of it all of it it's time to get in your word and it's time to believe the word of god it's time to have that be a reality your reality instead of what you see around you it doesn't take faith to live by sight because god is true if it wasn't for him none of this we wouldn't have earth ERF. We wouldn't have the planet Earth. Nundus. But he's so good. Look what he's done for us. Oh my goodness. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body, touched my mind. He saved me just in time. That's a good song. So you may ask, okay, oh my gosh, like, wow. How do I live a sin free life? How do you live a sin free life? Number one, do what you can in the practical, make room for the spiritual. Discipline yourself spiritually, and that'll happen when you discipline yourself physically. I think one of the major um, issues when people go to, for example, camps or meetings like church meetings, revival meetings, and they're, you know, they've been touched by the Lord. They're like, set a blaze, set a fire down. You know, that when that, when that song was trending, okay, okay. God, I'm going to follow you everywhere. I give my life to you. You know, I love services like that. But where, I, where the testing ground is, very similar to the story Jesus told about um, the seeds, the farmer sowing the seeds. Here, I'll pull it up. Seed story, Jesus. <laughs> we'll do Matthew 13. Everybody flip to flip your Bibles to Matthew 13. We'll do NKJV so you guys... Because I know people don't understand how to read anymore. Matthew 13. Okay. <laughs> what is this? Who put Matthew 1? Was it me? Oh, maybe I don't know how to read. Is this buzzing? Stop that. Stop it. Stop buzzing. parable of the sower listen to this matthew 13 verse 18 this is jesus the christ therefore hear the parable of the sower when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it oh this isn't it <laughs> yeah it is yeah it is oh this is the parable of the sower explains oh my gosh Matthew 13, verse 1. What am I doing? On the same day, this is Jesus the Christ. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, listen to this. Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, if you don't know what a sower is, a 
seed planter. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Verse 5. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. Verse 6. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. 7. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And this is where Jesus went in to explain it. Verse 18. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a little while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately... The Bible says immediately he stumbles. Now, he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. 23. But he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty some 30. So when I see these people in these conferences, okay, and you're wrecked, you got my life wrecked. I'm not even mocking the wreckage that their life went through. I'm not wrecking the power of God that they felt. I'm. It's so real. It's realer than this. It's realer than my voice speaking right now. Are you kidding me? But where people fail, just like this parable has told us, Okay, I want to, I like that one part where it said this. <laughs> Yet he has no root in himself, himself, but endures only for a little while. Is that while they're out in a retreat or in camp trips, mission trips, whatever it is, I've seen it all. I've seen it all over the world. I've seen it in multiple languages. Okay, it's ridiculous. It's almost like we're predictable or something. Because they're away, they're very set apart, the atmosphere is very holy, they're waking up, getting ready to go to church service, and the, you know, Christians, they, we preaching long, it's going to be a long service, and then we break for lunch, and we, we're bonding with our brothers and sisters in Christ, and then we're going to come back together and meet and assemble, and hallelujah, we're having church, hallelujah, we're getting out at midnight, whatever, 10, 11, 13, 14 hours, whatever it is, okay, okay. Uh, not 13 hours no that's that's back to one two three four four hours good job america you've taught me well okay that's a very holy atmosphere very consecrated atmosphere very set apart atmosphere it it would take more of an effort for you to go and sin than it would to just remain and be holy hello that's a command as well be ye there for holy which i don't know why people people don't have problems with be ye there for holy but as soon as they see matthew 5 48 they're like Oh my gosh, how dare you tell me to like be righteous, which is literally what being holy is. Okay, anyways, people are special. They are 
mentally challenged a little bit. I'm learning that, and you just gotta be patient with them, I guess. I don't know. Just oh, my microphone! How dare thee! I you just, I guess you just have to. T- I don't know. Okay, this very consecrated atmosphere. Where do people fall when they go home? You did not make the change to upkeep that ground that that seed was sown in. You, you, you. I've seen people back when Snap. I, I don't even know why any grown person would even have Snapchat. Are you 12? Anyways, I've seen people back when it was like a huge thing. And you know, we know what Snapchat was big for. We know. You send in your yansh pics, your pee pee pics, ah, your chesticles. Hey. So, you know, if you didn't know, now you know. God bless. And I've seen people, you know what? I'm going to delete Snapchat. Okay. Very good. Come home, re downloads it. Enters the struggle. Enters the temptation, enters the fall, enters the struggle. Then they'll wait for the next meeting or holy service or whatever. For them to like, I have to stop to feel that conviction. Wait, I'm sure they always feel that conviction. Conviction. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, the, Bi- the Holy Spirit is the one that convicts, by the way. This is the Holy Spirit. So if you, when you feel a conviction in your life, you better, cl- you better listen. This is the Spirit of God communicating to you on God's behalf to tell you stop sinning or don't don't do it you better not do it do not go in that direction don't do it that's a command not a suggestion not an idea not a good idea hey it's me don't do it this path leads to death you are a new creation live The Bible says, Deuteronomy, God says, I put before you life and death, blessings and curses. Oh, that you would choose life. Obey my commandments and live. That's what the Bible says. Live. Anyways, I've seen people die spiritually, literally. It's crazy. It all comes from this. You need to upkeep that. You need to consecrate your life, not for a moment. Not for service. I'm not doubting or thinking or saying that, you know, they didn't mean it. People mean it. People make life-changing decisions at the altar. But your life, that altar, you don't leave the altar there. You live that out. That's why the Bible in the OT, in the Old Testament, they would build memorials so that every every time they pass it, read in the book of Nehemiah if you don't want to go through Deuteronomy and all of that. That's a lot. Read Nehemiah. That's that's a very good summary of everything, pretty much, kind of, yeah. It summarizes the Old Testament pretty well. It's great. It's a good read. They would walk, they would build a memorial to remind them, I made a promise to the Lord. I have to live by it. You know, in the book of Nehemiah, they were when they were recounting the sins of their forefathers, you know, we killed the prophets, the Israelites, they were repenting to the Lord, to God. We killed the prophets. We didn't listen. We sinned. You still, you're full of mercy, God. Your, your loving kindness. Yet you still were slow to anger, God. They made a covenant with God. You know what, you know what the Bible says that they did? They, and they sealed it. So that they would never forget. And they, well, they also built a memorial, I believe. Most likely. Yeah. 
but you can read it and find out for yourself because it's a good read are you kidding me so good god we made a seal we don't want to forget what you did for us it's so good consecrate take the altar with you live that out get rid of sin in your life get rid of opportunities to sin that was a huge thing growing up in my day it's not like i was you know i was born in the 1900s let's be clear i was i'm not these 2000 babies i was born in 1999 i i get 20th century 20th century oh baby i was there for all five months you know yeah it was crazy um it was a huge thing in churches where people would be like if you if you're if you have a porn addiction you kill the computer beat it up get a get a sledgehammer and get rid of it get rid of sin before it gets rid of you but people might think that's extreme honestly i've seen it work for people get rid of the opportunity to even go back to it if that's what's causing you to sin get rid of it that's a real statement get rid of sin before it gets rid of you you might think it's extreme so is so is the literal effect of sin in your life the measures that sin will play on your life the bible says the wages of sin is death it is a curse sin brings its own curse that's just what happens it doesn't need help it doesn't need your help it is that that's just it is what it is it is what it is it is what it is set up your life you said you're deleting snapchat stake by that that's why it's, people say it's good to have accountability accountability partners I'm trying to enunciate my words more. I have a swollen um, gum. Oh my gosh, the top of my mouth is swollen. So uh, I'm lisping a little bit. Forgive me. Oh my goodness. But anyways, it's not all of it. I think I like shoved the straw up there or something. I don't know. Chick Fil A. <laughs> Chick Fil A. Listen, I love this way too. You cannot. You cannot blame me. Anyways, um, not um. I know exactly what I'm saying yeah keep that up consecrate your life not that moment in your life and remind yourself oh i don't that's right i was reaching for snapchat but that's a remember that's a great reminder that i consecrated my life god did that to me he sowed that seed into me and i'm good ground and i will bear fruit in jesus name declare that over yourself i'm free from sin i don't struggle with that i don't struggle with sending stuff like that anymore i'm free I'm a new creation. I walk different. My life is different. Now I don't make time to sin. I actually make time to be holy and righteous. I'll read the word. I'll talk to God. I'll give my 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 issues or whatever it is, my the matters that concern me to God. I want to talk to you. I want to be before you. I want to get to know you, God. What are you like? What's your personality? Speak to me. Give me wisdom in the secret heart. Guide me. I want to bless you. I want to worship you commune with god oh i said that in such a pastor way with god i didn't mean it like that but like i didn't mean it it was real it was genuine (laughs) i didn't fake it (laughs) so anyways (laughs) commune with god he loves you he requires righteous living the bible says the kingdom of god is not meat or drink but it's righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost That's what the kingdom of God is. Simple enough. 
So anyways, you're not a sinner. As a, as a believer, as a true Christian, you should not be a sinner. You should not be, you know, and I, I hate when people, illiterate people try to bring up the art. Well, well, the apostle, the apostle Paul said that, you know, I, I want to do what's right, but I struggle. Yeah, idiot. Keep reading. If you can, do you know how to do that? People don't keep reading. That was before. That's not present apostle Paul that we talk about now. He was detailing his struggle before. But if you keep reading, fine, I'll read it for you because People are still struggling with basics of MCM. MCM. <sighs> Winner. <sighs> I want to do what's right, but I can't. Yeah, keep reading. Let's go to it. Romans 7. Oh my gosh. Stop buzzing. This microphone, I can hear you buzzing. You better stop it. <laughs> oh, bless. I'll do NKJV because I know people are going to have a conniption if they hear thou thee thus. I don't get it. They can watch The Crown, a show full of old white people. They can't read KJV. I'm kidding. I'm just joking on you. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. My gosh. All right. Turn to Romans 7, verse 13. Ugh. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good. So that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. This is the law, Old Testament, that he's. That he mean, anyways, whatever. Commandment. And, okay. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. Like what I want to do, I don't do it. What I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, if what what? If then I do what I will not to do. He does what he doesn't want to do, basically. I agree with the law that is it is good but now it is no longer i who do it but sin that dwells in me for i know that in me that is in, in my flesh nothing good dwells for to will is present with me but how to perform what is good i do not find for the good that i will to do i do not do but the evil i will not to do that i practice now if i do what i will not to do it is no longer i who do it but the sin that dwells in me i find then a law Okay, that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin let's keep reading romans 8 because i don't know people know this people the romans these are letters these are not these are not break broken up in chapters these are ongoing but what is the next one what is the next part of this say okay it's titled free from indwelling sin all right well so you could just put the bible at that point okay but let's read it fine you wanna, yeah, i'm here to prove the point there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. Oh, now he's talking about the spirit. Hello. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has what? 
made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. That's a judgment. Condemnation is that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, which is what he spoke about. But here's the dichotomy. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity enmity oh my gosh enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can be the carnal mind so then those who are in the flesh cannot please god but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit this is the whole summary this is this is what i'm trying to get at the whole point of this podcast if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, we are not brothers, brethren, we are not, we, excuse me, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many are as, le- as are led by the spirit of God, those are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord God. You know, that's really crazy how he talked about how sin killed your body, but the Spirit literally resurrected your body so that you may live in the Spirit, not a slave to sin, but live in righteousness, which gives life, living by the Spirit, by the way, gives life and peace. So when I say you're a new creation, buddy, you better know it. You are a new creation. So don't do yourself like that. Now that you are educated, do better. You know better. Now you're held accountable to what you know. Declare that. God, I, I, I will to do what is well. And because I've died because of what you did, because of your resurrection, Jesus Christ, and the spirit that dwells in your body, Jesus Christ, because that lives in me, because I'm a Christian. I can do this. I can live a life overcoming over sin. I live a life free of sin because of the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. It's possible. Not by. It's possible by the holy spirit it's possible you're not you're not it's not you're not trying to be good you're jesus christ is the reason why you're righteous now you put to death the things of the old life and you live by the spirit by the command of the holy ghost who takes orders from god god speaks to his spirit his spirit speaks to you so that's the order 
That's the order of the day. That's the words of the day. It's a good one. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you. As a matter of fact, let me let you know this. I'm going to give you the same way that I talked about the parable of the seed sower. I want to give people an opportunity to sow a seed. I believe in the harvest. I believe in seed time and harvest. I believe that when you sow a seed, you will receive a harvest. God is not a debtor to any man. And when you give by faith towards a cause, especially when it's like kingdom stuff. Are you kidding me? The Bible says you seek first my kingdom. You seek first my righteousness and my kingdom and I will add all these things unto you. I believe that when you sow seeds that have to do with the business of God, all the matters that concern your life, God will just give it to you. That's biblical. That's what I just already, already credited the scripture. So I'm going to give people an opportunity to give. I'm fundraising to go to do advanced missions training in Africa. Probably, most likely. I put anywhere as a location, so we don't know. And I'll put the link in the bio. If you want to sow a feet, you want to sow a seed of faith, sow it. Eternities are gonna be changed. People will be healed. People will be set free. Be a part of that. There's gonna be senders and then there's goers. There's people that go and preach the gospel, and there's people that send the people that go preach the gospel. Be a part of it. Don't be left out of this great story. Be a part of it. You're part of the kingdom. You're part of the body. I'm a part of it. I've sent people. I send people even while I'm fundraising. <laughs> There's actually one person that I've sowed a seed of full of faith, believing for something, and obviously for their trip as well. They're in Angola right now ministering. Hallelujah. And I'm excited to hear the testimonies. So I'm going to give you that opportunity. But I also want to talk to you. I want to pray for this. The last thing, I'll pray for you. Thanks for hanging in and listening with faith. Hopefully you're not too prideful. Because some people get too prideful when people try to tell them, like, hey, correct them and you love and light and truth. Hey, and obviously my corrections, it's for your good. I'm telling you that you, you're you an overcomer. You're a victor. I don't know why people, but hey, people get offended. It's whatever they want to get offended by. But you hold on. You held on. God bless you. I pray that you would feel the grace and strength of God. To overcome that sin struggle in your life if you have it. That you're going to get to know the power of God in you, in you in a way like you've never done before. Stop leaning on yourself. Lean on the power of God. Lean on God. If his word be true and every man be a liar, I urge you to take him at his word. And you will see the fruit of it. In Jesus name. God help you live a consecrated life and maintain that consecrated life serve God with your whole heart and I trust you will delight in the Lord you delight yourself in the Lord God will delight himself in you in the name of Jesus I pray amen if you've never given your life to the Lord I want you to pray this prayer you cannot receive anything that has to do with kingdom culture the family of God without first being a part of the family of God we just read it in Romans Romans 8 how is by the spirit of adoption we cry out Abba Father you're not nope not everybody's a child of God I don't know who started that rumor no to be a Christian if you are a Christian you are a child of God that's the point of inheritance I know this is simple Bible logic but if you know in yourself I am not a Christian or I've walked away from God I don't even know where I am or what I am give your life back to God today and I want to pray this prayer with me I want you to pray this prayer with me Father God 
Forgive me of my sin, Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. I believe you are the Lord. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. I believe with my heart that you died and you rose up from the grave. I receive your forgiveness. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that I am a new creation. Heaven is my home. God is my father. And I'll serve you all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome to the family of God, number one. Milala, milala, milala. That's how we say congrats in Pongo. Milalo. Wonderful. <laughs> Anyways, felicidades. Um, step one, find a good church. If you don't know what a good church is, the, it's a church that believes the whole Bible, whole team. You don't have time to F around. And by F, of course, I mean F-R-E-K. I don't know what you could possibly think I mean other than those very simple terms that I could have said. You don't have time to mess around and go to these weak A churches. And by the A word, we both know what I mean by that. Moving on, you don't have time. You need to get into a church that's filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Get discipled. There are people that are wanting and desiring to disciple people to be awesome awesome image bearers of God in this in the kingdom of God and the family that we're in are you kidding me there's people that are ready to love you and accept you walk with you help you love you do life with you be a family with you forever and we'll meet up on the in the sky should the Lord Terry we'll meet up in the sky if you die before me you know wait for me um <laughs> this is getting a little no it's not getting a little morbid because we know where we're going okay now you know now you know where you're going heaven is your home baby find a good church it's important and um, get discipled read your word consume it it is life the bible calls it bread you need your daily bread you need this word you live Man does not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. Live by the word of God. Obviously, you can eat bread physically. Duh. Anyways, thank you. God bless you. And I trust God's going to bless you all down that path. You made the best decision you've ever made in your life to serve the Lord. It's a great one. I don't regret it. Anyways, God bless you. Good night. It's like Friday. Happy Friday. It's 1240. All right. Um. The new episode is coming, I don't know, maybe like next week. I don't know.